0: We've got a special guest who we'll be talking to shortly. His name is Blake Friel, and he's going to be performing live too, which should be really interesting, and we can okay. find out a little bit about his background and all that. We'll move now into a track from Blake, and we'll talk to him after this one. Actually, this is the first track that we played on this show, Inside There's Expectations, and it was, it was a nice, surprising sort of track. Um, but um, let's just play it, let the music do the talking, and we'll be with Blake in just a moment. Australia.
1: I'm seeing the way concrete collects pieces of paper, tattered, torn, tossed, and trampled by the endless stream of hurried people doing important things in busy places. I feel more like that wet lump stuck to the blacktop behind this dumpster of a shithole. Every day between the hours of 8 and 7, I am its slave. I am it. They said this is how you ought to live. And if you don't like it, go vote. It's a free country. But I look at the ballot and I don't see any choices. I hear your babbles, but I can't make out any words. This place is dull. We are all losing the war. Not against each other, but against ourselves. Whether it be finding a job, a girl, a car, a house, a family of our own, a career, sooner or later the sticks stop being steeples, the ants stop being kings, and the sandbox is just a mulling obstacle. The world becomes a lot smaller place, full price tags, taxes, wars, cancer, scrolling text on the bottom of the screen that it's never good and never stops. Everyone is going to die and dreams never come true. I'm seeing the way concrete collects pieces of paper, tattered, torn, tossed, and trampled by the endless stream of hurried people doing horrid things. It's more like that white lump stuck to the blacktop and it stumps your chin every day in two hours, baby.
0: wells to fill the heart of the Unknown One. There you have it. That's <laughs> Blake Friel. and um, you're listening to New Weird Australia, and uh, a pretty amazing piece mm-hmm. there um, from the uh, Sydney producer who's um, joined us in the studio with a live set and uh, and some pretty amazing music.
2: What what do you call that? <laughs> <laughs> um, bitter Springs Formation.
0: Bitter Springs Formation. Okay. Is that a um, a new track or?
2: Yeah, it's something I've been working on for a little while, and um, I thought I'd. Grab all the stuff together and try and perform it live. Um, so it's a live performance of a track I've been thinking about doing.
3: Okay, I <laughs> know it's brought into the world. Yes, yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. in
2: all its staticky glory. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's,
0: parts of it reminded me of sort of like flying in a jet plane in an orchestra pit, <laughs> something <laughs> like that, which is a really good thing. Um, tell us, uh, Blake, uh, you, you're based in Sydney, yeah. is that right? Yeah. Um How did you? Uh, how did you arrive at the sort of music that you're playing now and what what was the sort of steps that you took to, to get to where you are now?
2: Um, I suppose when I was really young I tried playing guitar and didn't get that good and then I got a computer, I got really interested in um, sound design and I wanted to be a sound engineer so I went and got a computer and recording set up and did all of that and um, I suppose you know like every person starting with new technology they don't know it sort of started to fall apart and i heard really cool sounds and got into that started sort of making soundscapes of my own that would go to an imaginary movie but more literal things not what's sort of known as a soundscape in the experimental music world um and just kept on going and going making sort of strange noises on my computer and putting them all together and going, wow, that's heaps more fun than playing guitar. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. yes. Was it at one point where,
0: I imagine you were sort of getting into, when you were playing guitar, were you getting into guitar pedals? or Was it the effects and textures? that? Yeah, I
2: never got into pedals at all because I didn't have enough money. Um, I just had a guitar and a guitar amp, or several guitars. Um, And I suppose when I was playing around with all these sort of abstracted digital sounds... Um, it became apparent to me that I could use all the guitars that I had as well and sort of couple them together. Mm. Um, and that's sort of the direction I was heading in for a long time, and still am, but a lot of my stuff now, like the track I just played, a lot of that, probably 85% of it is guitar. Okay. Um, okay. It's just heavily processed mm. or, you know, run around in the wrong way.
0: Yeah, because yeah. the source material can be almost anything, really, can't yeah, it? Yeah,
2: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the two poems that were played there. I suppose I have to um, mention the guy's name. I was going to ask you. Yeah. Yeah. The well, in the, in the spirit of um, you know New Weird Australia, sort of um, releasing compilations for free. I thought I'd go online and try and find something that I might like as well. And I found those two poems. And I thought it'd be really nice to sort of slot them in there. I like the text. I like the you know the dialogue, but also they sound really cool. I've obviously edited them, um, and they're both from a guy called Duckett on CC Mixter and that's about all I really know. There you go. Um, but, yeah, really cool stuff. And I thought, well, if I stick one here and one there, it might be really arty. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving the game away, you know. <laughs> no, it was
3: it was a really nice bookend to, uh, to the piece um, in itself, which was, Quite intense, you know. I mean, to towards the end, the kind of uh, the the layering, uh, what that was going on there, and uh, a lot of moments where I felt, um, you know, there was kind of uh, crescendo. What felt like a crescendo, was kind of looping back in on itself, and uh, you know, kind of uh, coming back down, or you know, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't going where you expected it to go, mm-hmm. which was uh, which is sure. actually what I what I really enjoyed about it. Sure, uh. great. Um,
0: it's interesting how. Um, you're searching online for for source material also I mean it's there's really so many different directions where something like what you're doing can go mm. is yeah it? absolutely yeah um, also I suppose um, starting off with uh, guitars and and a more melody or song based thing you're now sort of um, unhinging that, that that source material and taking away the song altogether it's um it does sort of uh, allow you to sort of be pretty free with what you're doing doesn't yeah. it yeah
2: yeah well i mean a guitar is such a rich harmonic source to start with and you know the textures you can get out of it are amazing let alone putting five together and having them do all sorts of different things which is where a lot of my source material originates from mm. in the first place um, so it's not necessarily actually playing it at all which is you know, I think what a lot of experimental musicians do they have an instrument or a, an ability to play an instrument and they sort of set that aside and think about using that instrument in a different way mm, mm, For
0: sure. Mm. Um, tell us uh, just a little bit about um, the, the recording or the album that we've got is, is called Pins Yes um, how, um, how have you gone about sort of getting that out into the world? Is that just something that's just strictly been available as a download and up until this point?
2: Um, it's not even available as a download I've only just got a MySpace that has some of them on there. (laughs) Is that right? um, I mean, the track you played um, first off is a really old track. It's probably about four or five years old. Um, And basically, Pins has come about from me just making lots of music in my bedroom and doing a few performances here and there, but not very many, and just enjoying what I do um, in that respect on my computer in my little computer world. And I've decided that I should try and show some people what I'm doing, I think it has merit so maybe somebody else will sort of thing Mm, For sure yeah. And um,
0: what's the next step do you think with with what you want to do um, with with your music?
2: Yeah, I don't know, obviously I want to sort of get this Pins album out there and um, distribute it around the world, get people to hear it How I go about that, um, I'm still sort of thinking about, there's so many avenues it's just we were, Mind-boggling, really.
0: Yeah, we were just talking about that off-air. Actually, the the, the plethora of options that's available to a to a musician—everything um, from self-published to sort of handing it over to somebody else to do—but uh, it's not so simple as hunting around, needing a record deal, and you know, and everything sort of waiting in a in a, in a mouldy sort of um, tape box until that point. You know, there's you, yeah, there's options there. Mm, yeah, it?
2: absolutely. Um, also, you know, I was saying before, I sort of wish it was like it apparently used to be as well in some respects because then I wouldn't have to do self-promotion I wouldn't have to find my own way to do it Hopefully there'd be somebody there that would be willing to take it on board and just do it all for me. <laughs> <laughs> you never know; there might still be. You never know.
3: I was wondering though, because um, you you mentioned as well when we were talking that um, you know you'd done some collaborations with with people online. Um, was was much of that done uh, with with Australian artists? I wonder kind of how how you see your work kind of you know framed by by other. Australian artists. If there's anyone in particular that you know is kind of inspired you, or, or people that you want to work with, or you know how how mm. you see uh, that in more of an in an Australian context.
2: Um, I haven't worked with many Australian artists, um, probably due to the fact that I sort of keep all my sound hidden away, mm. like I was saying, and now I'm sort of trying to uh, get it heard. So yeah. there might be more of that. Um, I'm also pretty strong-minded, in dictating what. My sounds should sound like a lot of the stuff I do is heavily composed. Mm. Um, yeah, I do do improvised music, um, but all the elements there, uh, for me have to be composed. So I think maybe I'm a hard person to work with. <laughs> um, the collaboration that I have done, um, there's the a website, or well, there was a website that was, um, attached to the real world studios of Peter Gabriel's oh, yeah. studio. Um, and it was sort of like CC Mixter in a way. A lot of electronic musicians that are making beats and that type of thing go on there and put their music there and people say, hey, let's get together and you know, make some music. And um, I think I was one of the few sort of more experimental musicians on there. So guys were sort of hearing this stuff and going, wow, that'd be awesome. Like, my synth doesn't do that and let's do some <laughs> stuff. So um, I collaborated with a guy called... Well, his online, name is Colab, um, who's in... I think B.C. in Canada, somewhere in B.C. Um, And he brought some awesome, awesome stuff to some of my tracks. Um, Amazing glitchy sort of beats. He got some singers in to do some singing on as well. And it still kept that sort of um, ambient drone sort of Mm. texture yet sort of took it to another level which is really exciting yeah right.
3: yeah. yeah yeah and it must be it must be odd to kind of have your work kind of refracted back at you in ways that you yeah did, totally didn't, didn't really expect but yeah be pleasantly surprised by it I mean I guess it's better than hearing it and being absolutely abject mm, and horrified mm. by and I mean the, the way that it
2: can it. can be treated as well I mean all of my stuff doesn't necessarily have a um, strict structure as far as you know uh, a certain amount of beats or times for different elements none of that really exists but um, when somebody takes it and remixes your work in something mm. like reason mm. it becomes a completely different thing it's,
3: yeah, and you have to kind of just let go and acknowledge that somebody else has, has taken it over yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: you're listening
0: to New Weird Australia and our special guest in the studio tonight is Blake Friel and he's a, a Sydney producer and composer, and we've um, just uh, listened to a, um, a live performance of his. Um, did uh, you mention the, the name of that one? And prior to that one, we heard uh, "Inside." There's expectations. There's um, one thing I wanted to ask you about. Was it was there any particular event or anything that happened that? Uh, pushed you into sort of getting your music out there. You mentioned that it was something you kept pretty close to your chest for a long time. What was the impetus to sort of um, start sharing it? Did you think it was sort of ready or?
2: Yeah, it's it, well, no, it's pretty mundane. I just got, you know, I work full time and I thought, yeah, I've got to do something with this stuff. So I sort of started thinking about it and made contact with you guys sometime last year. And yeah. then um, it sort of heightened again over the Christmas break. I went to Nepal and India for six weeks and uh, went over there with the sole purpose of recording uh traditional and folk music, so trekked through Nepal for six days straight in these little jungle mountain weird stuff is <laughs> yeah. amazing how- time, and that sort of has pushed me even more to go, well, I should be doing something, you know um get away from the mundaneness of everyday work yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: so how did you go with that trip then I mean in terms of the the recordings that you gathered and yeah, so it was on.
2: fantastic it was mm. absolutely amazing um it was set up. It's sort of a ex- expedition of sorts yeah. that involves purely just sound engineers. So there was about fourteen of us in the project called Geos Project, and it's run by a guy called Greg Simmons, um, who's a really well-known sound engineer mm. in Australia. He's been around for years, and mm. he's teaching at AIM, the Australian Institute of Music. And okay. I heard about it and got in touch with him, mm. and ended up going along. So wow. um, it was an amazing trip. Um, recorded some beautiful sound with like top-notch gear. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it was a sound engineer's dream.
3: <laughs> and do you have an idea of how that material might be used yet, or is it still kind of fermenting in
2: the background? Yeah, there's, well, <clears throat> I didn't capture any of my own. I didn't yeah. have a portable recorder of right. my own to take. The, you know, the expedition had a whole bunch of gear, gotcha. and everybody else had their own gear, and I used some of theirs, and I haven't received any of that back yet. But um, I have no idea how I'll use the yeah, stuff yeah. that I can and am allowed to use. But um, Well, that's it, yeah. Interesting. But it probably yeah. won't sound like what it originally did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, okay, um great. Greg?
3: I should we should just mention, Danny, that um, sure. the the track the, the first track that we hear from Blake tonight, um, Inside This Expectation, um is featured on the next uh, New World Australia Download a compilation volume five, um, which will be um, available in your uh, interweb inbox as of next week. Uh, NewwearAustralia.com. Uh, check around about the beginning of next week, and uh, you'll uh, you'll find Blake's track on there, along with uh, a host of other fantastic stuff.
0: This is New Weird Australia, and uh, we're going to have a listen to another track from this is uh, from Blake's uh, Pins album, and this is Delirious Adjudicated. <laughs> listening to FBI and uh, Blake Friel there with the final track from the Pins album that one is called Delirious Adjudicated and we'd like to uh, thank you Blake for coming thank in um, braving this Sydney cold <laughs> all these people <laughs> complaining about the cold at the moment it's just like oh my god perfect music for
3: it. Um, yeah. if we want to uh, if uh, anybody who's uh, who's listening wants to investigate further you're, you're, you're online where can we find you
2: um, I have a MySpace it's pretty new it's just Blake Freel, I don't know what the address is. MySpace slash Blake, Blake Freel. Is that how they work it? Yeah, sounds good to me. It's that.
3: Yeah. Okay. Um, and pins. Hopefully, we'll, we'll we'll see the light of day uh, before too long. And you you mentioned you do some any any live stuff sporadically. Is that a, on the yeah
2: sporadically? Well? I'm thinking about maybe jumping back into that and doing it. Good. A yeah. fair bit more. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Great. Well, we'll tell people about it. When when it happens, really? <laughs> <laughs> if
3: you tell us, <laughs> Indeed you well. Indeed you we'll, we'll
0: share all this information. Sounds may be perceived as color, or color as odor. So I, I knew that the boys smoked pot, and they they equally knew that I disapproved.
3: Yes, for I was free above the planet Earth, so it was rotating majestically below me.
0: New Year, Australia. <laughs>